Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah! Perfect Plex Radio! We about to go live on him. Mike Knox! That's with three X's cause he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Plex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, it's a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go, and just like that people, we are live, I am your host Mike Knox, and indeed I spell my name with three X's, cause just to keep it real, like Dr. Martin Luther King, Oh, y'all don't know this, right? Y'all think just Malcolm X is hardcore. Oh, no, my man, I didn't know him, but, you know, I love him like I knew him. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Martin Luther King was hardcore. It's like, 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 like MLK. I am hardcore. People, listen, today we got a lot to discuss on this show because, as always, we should not bow down. As always, we should not fall to racism or any sisms or classisms or classisms or sexisms or whatever isms that it is that you believe in, we should not bow down. We're going to talk about the greatest black no unity, no power. White power of for all white time. people. Black power for black people, 1967. The Black Panther Party. The movement. Freedom. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. So we're going to talk about this today, people. We're going to talk about the best black wrestlers of all the times. And today, 31 years ago this past week, my man, my favorite wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels, the barbershop, Marty Jannetty, super kicked through the window. We're going to talk about the greatest heel turns in wrestling history. Not that I put them in a particular order. Not that it's something you guys can sit here, you know, and cry about. You know, why, why, why would he put them there? That, that, that makes no sense. Why, 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 would, why would he do that for? Uh, because it's 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 not a, it's, it's who's your favorite wrestler? Who's your favorite heel turn? That's what this is. Your favorite, my favorite, not. Her favorite or his favorite, your favorite. Comment below and let me know. Like, follow, subscribe, hit the bell notification if you're listening to us on YouTube. So every time we go live, you can know that we're going live. And we got a lot to talk about today, people. The week in wrestling that is what it was, but it ain't today. Because today we're going to talk about two subjects that's all that matters. Best Hill Turns. And best black favorite wrestlers of all the times. And I bring that to you because today it's a lot to talk about in these moments. And I want to talk about those moments. I want to talk about 
who are some of your favorite black wrestlers of all time? So again, like, follow, subscribe. Make sure you go to all our websites, thechairshot.com, it factor radio. But most importantly, unpop a review is where we make the money that this is the Mike Knox Show, Perfect Plex Talk Radio, part of the BDSR not our radio networks. We've been doing this for almost 15 years, y'all. All right, Fox Sports Radio 1340 AM and Fox Sports Radio 96.9 FM always holding me down. And you, the chat room. But as always, backstage, I got my man, my Ayatollahs to my rock and rollers. King Vaughn Jr. on the Twitter, the Victorious Ones podcast presented by Unpop Review. Make sure you guys go to the to his, to his Twitter, to his Instagram. Follow this, brother. You want to know about... I mean, like, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. He did put Shaq at number 10 on his top 10 list, but that's okay. That's his list. I wouldn't have Shaq at 10, but it's his list. So make sure y'all check that brother out. Follow that brother and find out what's going on. What's going on, Hassan? Happy MLK Day to you, Leon. God bless you too, man. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm there. I know you is. You always in the building. So I appreciate you, my guy. And today, I mean... I, I want to talk about a lot of things today, y'all. I'm not even lying to you when I tell you this. Like, I, I, I took some time today. And if you look at, you know, I always try to make uh, King Vaughn Jr. backstage um, always holding me down. I always try to make the 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 picture, my, you know, uh, wrong picture. <laughs> it's this picture this week. I always try to make the picture go with the show because this is the show for the intelligent wrestling fan. When I say the greatest Hill turns in wrestling history. So let's talk about that right there. What exactly is a hill turn, right? Because some, some people just don't know. So let's tell them, okay? A proper hill turn is when someone who's a good guy turns bad on a good guy, right? And I know some people be like, well, I don't like his heels. Well, I'll let you know. Without good guys and bad guys, there's no wrestling. Without Batman, there's no Joker. Without Superman, there's no Lex Luthor. Without Ultron, there's no Avengers. Okay, people? Without Android, <laughs> there's no Apple. Okay? We'll go one more. Without Xbox, there's no PlayStation. Or without PlayStation, there's no Xbox. But y'all get my drift. So today, we're going to talk about one this without the other isn't any good. Oh, oh I knew he was going to do that. The greatest, one of the greatest hill turns of all time. If you follow our toxic page or follow my toxic page at Mike Knox, I asked you the question today. What are some of your favorite hill turns of all time? And what we, I mean, we did a show, you know, UPRE or UPR. We do a, a, a top five, right? We had like a top five Survivor Series. We did a top five WrestleMania match. Whatever the top five is, we do it. And every fucking time, excuse me, mama, I decide to do a top five. I can't help but put this man in my top five because, damn it, he has been around everything. Like, I don't know who he is, all right? I refuse to say his name. His mama named him Terry Bolea. The world calls him HH. I'm going to call him Vacant. But when I think about the greatest hill turns in wrestling, at the top four, or let me rephrase that, four of the top whatever, it has this man involved, man. 
you go back to this moment right here, Saturday night, main event, the macho man Randy Savage, vacant. I mean, damn. You got lost in your eyes for Elizabeth. I ain't going to say his name. Y'all thought, thought you had me. Y'all thought you had me, right? I'm not going to say his name. Okay, Terry Bollea, <clears throat> one of the greatest, not just wrestlers of all time, not biggest wrestlers of all time. Probably I would go McMahon, face of wrestling, Hogan, right there next to him. Okay, I got to say that to be fair and to be honest. And every time I, I, we do a list and we think about the greatest moments in wrestling history, I'm always brought back to that time of when HH turned the mega powers and the mega powers explode. Now, again, this depends on what side of the spectrum in which you sit on. Okay, I'm more of a... This is my side, right? So all those who saw Marvel movies, comment below, let me know. When it came to Civil War, were you Team Cap? Or was you Team Cap and I mean, or, or Team Iron Man, right? Now, I tend to always ride with Team Cap. However, Iron Man said two things that made it hard to go against the brother, right? He says, Tony, he's my friend. And Tony goes, I was your friend too. And then Tony said, well, I mean, Cap said, he didn't know what he was doing. He said, it doesn't matter. He killed my moms. <laughs> so at that point, if you roll, if you roll with Iron Man, I, I can't fight that. Somebody killed my moms. It's over. And no, for the, those who go and get their panties in a bunch, and I said, moms, it's how we talking in, in the Northeast. Okay. I've been watching an episode of Snowfall, and he was like, Franklin, why do you keep saying moms? Do you have more than one? Like, I was so offended for Franklin in that moment. Parents, whatever. Two tears in a bucket, you know the rest. Moving on. So when I when I when I look at the greatest hill turns and wrestling history, everything brings me back to one Terry Bollea. I mean, seriously, I, I got to go. Mega powers explode. Um, if y'all don't remember Saturday Night Main Event, again, Randy Savage. It's the late '80s at this point to me. WWF, you know. At its all-time high, as far as at this point in its in its longevity, um, I thought he had lust in his eyes for a little bit. I mean, like who didn't? I mean, if I can grab them here, they're not next to me. My remote control, my keys, my TV. Over the years, you can ask my significant other. I've called every device Miss Elizabeth. I loved her. She was probably my first love on this MLK day, right? Like my first love was a white woman, right? Go figure. Right. My second love was like Alyssa Milano, <laughs> another white woman. Go figure. Right. I thought that the first black chick I ever like was like in love with was like Tracy Spencer and like and like Lisa Bonet, like both high yellow. You know, what I'm <laughs> go figure. I don't love my sisters to death. OK, but Terry Bollea and the mega powers exploding to me was one of the biggest things in wrestling history. Now, you look at this, what some would say the biggest heel turn of all time, right, would have had to been the NWO. Look at it. Look at my eye. Look at my eye. You see my You see my Because he ain't there, y'all. He ain't there. Y'all don't see him, right? Because I got my eye on him. Because we all know until he apologizes to black America, 
he's going to be vacant. But when he turned his back on WCW, all hell broke loose. I will never forget the late, great, my top five favorite wrestler of all time, Dusty Rhodes, saying, oh, he's here, daddy. He's going to give it. Oh, no. Oh, no. He turned his back on WCW. Getting that tail turn fantastico. Executive consultant, if you're on backstage, I see you. If you want to come on, just let me see your face. And I know you're here to be in the place. All right. Also, speaking of one Terry Bollet, I said, if you th- if you name a few, I will put him up there with a few of the biggest hill turns, right? Now, these two being the mega powers explode, okay, being the formation of the NWO and him turning his back on WCW, I got to say, Andre the Giant, Turning his back on him. This was this was before the mega powers exploded. Okay. And I remember watching this on challenge on a Saturday afternoon. And when he rips the cross, now you gotta think about this people for a second here, right? Like the cross represents like the holy trinity. Like no one's gonna like you can take my lion off my off my neck. It ain't, ain't gonna make nobody cry. But when you rip off the cross, what they sacrificed my Lord and Savior on? And if y'all remember, when he ripped the cross off, he was bleeding at the chest because his nails got got the HH. And I just remember saying, damn, like, this is crazy. Heel turns, right? Andre turning on HH. One of my favorite, again, we talked about this already. I play it almost every single week on this program. Because it's one of my favorite clips. One without the other isn't any good. Oh, oh, I knew he was going to do that. One without the other isn't very good. Well, Bobby the Brain Heenan, may he rest in peace, who was very, very good. I think you were wrong about that. One Shawn Michaels turning on Marty Jannetty. Like, to the point where in wrestling worlds and wrestling lore, it's always someone being considered the Marty Jannetty of the crew now because of that moment. One of the biggest hill turns in wrestling history right there. Um, another wrestling historical moment. Now, I put this on my talk tick, right? And I know people don't mean I think this, right? I'm the idiot that actually thought staying in the Four Horsemen was a good idea, right? I'm a staying guy, right? I'm always getting made fun about executive consultant and other members of the Unpopular Review family. Um, I'm a staying guy. When Sting was in the Horseman, I knew it didn't fit, but I, I grew up hating the Horseman. Shout out to um, Fire and Ice Podcast and, and my man Phil and the crew, who I know Phil's a diehard Horseman fan. And I've grown up and I'm a more mature now. Respect without the Horseman, we couldn't have a lot of things we have today, but I hated them as a kid. When they went at the Dusty, I hated them. When they turned their fuck backs on staying ah that was the melting pot right there for me toxic terry did this to himself talking about terry bolea the ec ride for the iron man well you would ride for iron man because of course you would okay that's exactly how we spell hulk hogan grand body p and the place to be, peace, my favorite hill turns, are also at WrestleMania 17. Number one, I didn't see it coming. Number two, when I watched it back, the hints and clues were there. Three, I watched it live that night and couldn't sleep thinking about what just happened. Well, 
Without Thanos, there's no Avengers. So without Terry Bollea, do we really have heel turns in professional wrestling? Of course we do. There were heel turns before Terry Bollea. Absolutely. But um, one of my favorite, other favorite heel turns of all time, never spoke about. Now, I grew up in an era where Transformers, Thundercats, G.I. Joe and He-Man were the biggest cartoons ever. Teenage Mutant Turtles after that. Right, but it, it, I would think it goes in that kind of and kind of that order, like GI Joe, Transformers, um, uh, Turtles, Thundercats. Right, that's the order I would probably put if you had to rank them. I put those in, and that's how I think you would rank them. You go Transformers, you would go uh, GI Joe, flip flop them if you want to. Turtles is a steady at three. Then at four, you would have Thundercats with the biggest cartoons out. So when Sergeant Slaughter turns his back on America. For Iran. Y'all have to understand movies like Rocky IV, movies like Red Dawn, movies today, right? You go back and watch Maver uh, 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 Maverick, right? And they talk about the enemy, the enemy. The enemy's automatically assumed that it's Russia. To this day is why President, I just said that, but that's he was my president, although I didn't vote for him. Uh, Trump, right? Um, got so a lot of flack was because like you're helping russia like these are the mortal enemies sputnik and all that kind of stuff but when when sergeant slaughter turned his backs and went to iran oh in the 80s next to russia this is the biggest thing ever it was like sergeant slaughter no what are you doing what are you thinking but he did it biggest hill turns comment below let me know some of your biggest hill turns of all time i believe grand body p you mentioned WrestleMania 17, the deal with the devil, right? And Stone Cold has done this more than on one occasion, not just shaking Vince McMahon's hand to get the title, but even turning on WWE later with the alliance, right? With the alliance, Stone Cold is responsible to two of the biggest hill turns in wrestling. Another one people don't want to talk about, but I'll talk about it right here, right now. That's my girl. Recently resigning husband in charge of creative is one Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. Okay. Her turning on daddy Vince was huge, right? No one saw it coming. Go back to the wedding. I'll marry you, right? No one saw this coming. This was great television. And, and I, I, I won't say last but not least, but Bret Hart turning his backs on America. The way that he did it this time, I, 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 to me, we constantly, repeatedly talk about, you know, booking. That was perfect booking for Brett the Hitman Hart right there. The ties were changing. DX had become famous. Stone Cold was getting traction. The Rock was getting traction. Um, Bret Hart needed something different. And at this time, WB was traveling a lot of places back, but it was just perfect. I just thought his booking being, you know, anti-America going for Canada was some of the biggest things I'd ever seen. And, and truth be told, Bret Hart and Owen Hart by themselves should have been the Hart Foundation. Okay. That's just my opinion. Bret Hart and Owen Hart to me could have themselves, them two, was probably better than all of DX. Minus Shawn Michaels. Like you take the Shawn Michaels DX away and you go with straight just DX with um, Triple H, Road Dog, Jesse James, Badass Billy Gunn, and X Pac. I would take 
Brett and, Brett and Owen over them any day of the week. But you look at this picture here, and how can you forget what Seth Rollins did? You can't, right? You can't. You can't get rid of Seth Rollins. You can't forget what Seth Rollins did. How can you forget? Why would you want to forget Seth Rollins turning on the shield? Okay? This was crazy at this point with Seth Rollins turning on the shield. Turning on Roman? Turning on Roman? Why is she up there? Okay. Let's just go ahead and look at her. Okay. I don't know. I, I didn't click on that, by the way. Okay. Okay. Are we done? Are we, are, 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 are we done? Okay. All right. Back to the show. But... You you look at some of those, some of your there's some of the best I'd ever seen. <laughs> yes, the best part of the show was really that's just ignorant. Okay. I agree. Brett and Owen were better than DX without HBK. Rock Survivor Series 98, another great one. Dakota Kai turning on Tegan Knox. I don't even put that in the freaking stratosphere. And I don't even like um uh Ciampa. All that well, or, Gar- or Gargano, but that was bigger than them girls right there. Uh, my man, y'all know him as Finn Balor. I call him Prince DeVitt, okay? Forming the Bullet Club, turning the way that he did, that was great, okay? Jericho turning on Shawn Michaels, that was great. Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, come on, really? Come on, popular Review, come on. Triple H turning on DX, another good one. You see, there you go. Show for the intelligence wrestling. Now you're showing me some intelligence there, um, Pop Review. I mean, it's, it's our show on our program. Uh, isn't that what I just said right there, uh, Vaughn? Jerry Crow trending Hill on Twitter <laughs> in 2020. Okay. Um, what else we got right here? Transformers is definitely number one. That's that, that's 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 for sure, King Ball G. I mean, uh, I'm from that era and that decade, and, and, and that's just phenomenal. But you look at some of these wrestling hill turns, right? um of all time um hey is the montreal screw job the hill turn for vince mcmahon because after that moment right with brett screwed brett that gave us the character of mr mcmahon should that count as a hill turn i ask you comment below let me know Seth Rollins, though, joined the authority I thought was big. The Rock joining the corporate, turning his back on the people I also thought was big. Um, what else we got? Uh, Kevin Steen turning his back on El Generico, which is Kevin Owens and my man Sami Zayn. I'm not even a big Ring of Honor fan, but I remember that one. I remember, like, people just going crazy. And Austin Idol. I said um, I said somebody different on my talk tech page today. Um, but it's also Idol versus Jerry Lawler. I definitely had those names wrong uh, um, below. Um, negative Vince was always a heel. Uh, Vince, well, I, I disagree with that 100% because Vince was not always a heel. Vince was on commentary. And Vince on commentary, which I think is completely underrated as a commentator. Um, um, oh, already. Oh, oh, Vince was already a heel. No, I don't, he wasn't already. I don't think he was already. Well, I, 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 won't, I won't argue that on that. Okay. Um, at that point, I had to go back and look, but I don't think he was completely Mr. McMahon, the hill we know him as, the character at that point. Um, you know what? All these comments, just hop on the show, okay? I'm, I'm not gonna keep showing you comments. I'm not gonna keep doing that. You have access to join. I'll keep reading them to the people. You are the people. Nah, I'm busy. No, you're not too busy. There's always room for Jello. Bill Murray taught me that. Ghostbusters, 1984. Look it up, okay? 
Um, what else we got right here for some honorable mentions? Paul Barrow on The Undertaker. Good one. Paul Orndorff turning on Hogan. I, I saw that one earlier. Somebody wrote that in my inbox when I put like top tail turns. I'm trying to remember, yo. I, I Since I can remember, Paul Orndorff was always a hill. That's just how I remember it. Zabisco turning on Bruno San Martino. That's a good one. I, but I also seen stuff, stuff like CM Punk on The Rock. That, that wasn't a hill turn. Like Punk was already Punk. Triple H on DX was always one. But Heart Goes Anti-America is one. Sergeant Slaughter does the same. The Rock against the corporate, that was a good one. Andre the Giant, like I said, that already turned on Hogan. Stephanie shows the family no loyalties. That Those are things I've already talked about. Stone Cold, and of course, I really already know the ultimate one is Terry Bollea uh, forming the NWO. Punk on Rock was Hill turn technically. Well, I like to have that be explained, but you're not here to explain it, so I'm going to let that one ride. And so my man, Michael Smith, Jericho turning Hill um, during the near end of, of Invasion uh, due to his beef with The Rock, okay? Leader turning on Matt Hardy, absolutely. Dice Man chiming in, Heyman turning on Brock and CM Punk. Those were both epic. I was there for the one turning on CM Punk at Money the Bank in Philadelphia when he gave him the old proverbial nut shot going up the ladder. That was definitely a heel turn. But if uh, question though, was it a heel turn? Because wasn't he already a heel? So if you're a heel who turns another heel, is that a heel turn? I just asked the question. I don't know, right? Was that already a heel turn? But I see where you're going there. Um, Paul Heyman uh, is a double agent when it comes to heel turns. That's my point, right? Because he plays heel so much. When has Heyman been a face, right? Outside of the anti-WWE people who hate him or hate WWE, so when he represents ECW, goes, yeah, yeah, Paul Heyman. Heyman's always a heel. I don't think I can ever remember Heyman not being a heel. Um, just never, nowhere. Um, so, um, as my saying goes, with that being said, guys, I'm going to take my first break of tonight, come back, pay some bills with the bills that we pay here on Unpop Review Entertainment. We got Unpop Review Entertainment coming up later this week. Make sure you guys follow the Star Trek. If you're a Star, if you're, I can't do it. Hold on. See if I can do it. If you're a Trekkie fan, see, I had to put my hands together. If you're a Trekkie fan, check it out. We're doing, start, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing Star Trek, uh, reviews right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and whatever them, the man movies came out with, uh, as well as other movies we had. We did vacation movie with John Cena, John, John Horatio Rago Cena. And we're also going to say F them Cowboys. All right, as Tom Horatio Rodriguez, John Cena, Brady takes up the Dallas Cowboys tonight. Yeah, Vaughn, that was at you personally. You should already know. You already, you already know that was at you. You, you already know. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and pay some bills. Come back with this week in wrestling history. We're going to talk to our favorite, not a list, our favorite black wrestlers of all the times. Y'all, we be right back. Beyond the darkness, beyond the human evolution, is Khan. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me. Marooned for all eternity. Buried alive. Buried alive. Sean! Sean! Star Trek II. The Wrath of Khan. You should sell my pot at your party. You think I'm just gonna walk into a party and everyone's gonna wanna buy pot for me? Call me crazy. Fuck yeah, Mo. Got a home run. Who's gonna drink it? Hold on, what's in that? Whiskey, beer, cough syrup, and Zanny Bar. Oh, damn. Oh. 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 
That's my dude. Kids are supposed to make mistakes. That's what the whole point of being a kid is. I have to get this off my chest, actually. Duke, I know what you're up to. So you decided to bring them chase you students over to Drew Gulak's, uh, you know, seminar to get them to look at Andre differently. You wanted for Andre to get smoked. You knew that Drew was going to smoke him. And so you was like, let's uh, let's have him look dumb in front of the students so I can get them. That's what you're trying to do. I've been saying this and, and he's just getting away with it. Okay. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. All right, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it's King Vaughn Jr. have Victoria's Watch podcast, um, of course, presented by UPR. And of course, of course I want to say a happy MLK Day. It's just why. At the shirt and crown in honor of Dr. King. Um, so, so of course, this week in wrestling history, on January 15th, which exactly which was Dr. King's actual birthday, by the way, side note. Um, on January 15th, 1989, the first ever Royal Rumble paper, official pay-per-view actually took place in Houston. And that and that was the night where uh, Big John Studd won a 30-man uh, 30 30-man 30 Royal Rumble match. And of course, of course, that that night, um, <clears throat> you know, of course that of course that, that was the night. That um, you know, the, the ravishing Rick Rude, Ultimate Warrior, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, eventually had the pose down, pose down, and um, and Rude, and Rude attacked, excuse me, sorry, Rude attacked Warrior and jump started their feud for you know for most of the year over the Intercontinental Title. Um, of course, in 1998, uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Juventud Guerrero for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship at the uh, at WCW Thunder. Um, of course, in 2006, on on on, uh, on January 15th, TNA Final Resolution took place in the main event: Christian Cage and Sting. Defeated Monty Brown and Jeff Jarrett in 2017 on on January 15th, WWE Hall of Famer Superfly Jimmy Snook, Snooker passed away. Um, and of course, of course, three years later in 2020, Rocky Johnson, uh, dad of The Rock, passed uh, passed away. That, that uh, uh, you know, eventually passed away. And so, you know, so, so of course, so, so of course, that was on January 15th. On the sixth, January 16th, 1992, Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton defeated Dusty Rhodes and Ricky Steamboat to win the WCW World Tag Team Titles in Jacksonville, Florida. 
1999, on that same day, Taz retained the ECW World Heavyweight Championship against Chris Candido and Vince Shane Douglas in ECW House Party in Philadelphia. Um, of course, on that same day in 2006, Edge retained the WWE Championship against Ric Flair in a TLC match on an episode of Raw from Raleigh, North Carolina. January 17, 1991, Big Van Vader defeated Tatsumi Fujinami for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at New Japan Pro Wrestling New Year, da- New Year Dash in Tokyo. Um, in 1992, the Mali defeated Bret Hart for the WWF Intercontinental Championship at a house show in Springfield, Massachusetts, um, just 48 hours before the scheduled match at the Royal Rumble. And eventually, you know, eventually the Royal Rumble Piper ended, ended up winning the IC title later on. Um, so, you know, so, 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 of course, on January 19th, 1991, uh, Sergeant Slaughter turned heel. And, of, of course, on January 19th, 1992, uh, Ric Flair won the WWF Championship at the Royal Rumble. And that was the same night that Piper ended up becoming the Intercontinental Champion. Um, so, of course, of course on uh, as far as birthdays, January 16, January 15th, Shane McMahon turned 53. Kelly Kelly turned 36. Tommy Gilbert uh, turned 83. Uh, Eddie Graham turned, well, turned 93. Um, and, of course, on January 17th, Dexter Loomis tur- turns 39. Uh, January 18th, Ted DiBiase turns 69. Uh, Batista turns 44. R-Truth turns 50. Uh, that, um, of course, on January 19th, I'm sorry. Our truth turns 51, and Pat Patterson would have turned 81. And that is your weekend in wrestling. Mike Knox, back to you. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. What's going on, people? And as my man Michael Smith times in and says, Triple H turning on Brian Danielson, uh, SummerSlam 2013. Damn, that was 10 years ago already? God, y'all are getting old out here. Y'all old. You know what I'm saying? Leader turning on Matt Hardy only to be with Edge. Listen, that was not just a hill turn. That was just one of the biggest scandals in wrestling history right there. Uh, Derek Mitchell chiming in, Paul Under turning on Hulk Hogan. <laughs> And maybe sixes. I'm like, I'm like Ron uh, Ron Burgundy. You put it on the teleprompter, I'll read it, right? Damn it. 86 was one of the most probable feuds in WF history. Orndorff was managed by Bob Eaton and started using their real American theme at that time. What's going on? Happy New Year out there. Um, I want to see if your list um coincides with our Juneteenth list from last year. Uh, my favorites, it might, it might. Like, I, let's be real here, Dice. When it comes to black wrestlers, right? I was trying to find my um my hurt business shirt because I was actually sitting here thinking like, damn, I don't have a lot of black wrestlers shirts. Like I have a hurt business shirt. I don't have a Booker T shirt. I don't have, there's not outside of the rock. Right. And then we got to play that. Like there, there's a strong amount of black wrestlers that do not count the rock. Wayne Johnson as a black wrestler. And it's not the fact that he's not black. Right. Because a, you look at him, you know, he's Samoan or black, right? It's really, we've said this time and time and time again in this program. Um, they don't produce him as a black wrestler, right? They say, yo, he's the son of, you know, he's the son of Soul Man Rocky Johnson, but that's literally the extent of where they go with it. It's it's always Samoan, 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 Samoan. And for, to his credit and factuals here, he only really promotes his Samoan side, um, which is profitable for him. You know what I mean? Nothing against him, but a lot of black folks, not me. A lot of black folks do not count him 
as a black wrestler. I'm going to inbox that to you now. Yeah, I want to know it, 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 what they were, to be honest with you. Um, Derek Mitchell, in honor of Ted Biasi's birthday that you know the WWF debuted in 1979, was against HH at MSG. Ha ha, try to get me again, try to get me to read on the screen, on the teleprompter. They say terrible below his name, but I didn't do it, Derek. <laughs> okay. Now, my man, speaking out of Hurt Business MVP uh, betraying Lashley, um, good hill turn. Absolutely. Absolutely 100%. But um, I, I think it will, Dice. Um, what's the guy? Help me out because I, I know I'm wrong and I've been drinking with the missus um, on this MLK day uh, and, and Street Profits. You have Montez, Ford, and... And forget me. Come on, say something here, Vaughn. Write it, type it. Tell me somebody type it in the goddamn chat, please. Uh, and Angelo Dawkins. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And I don't think we'll have an Angelo Dawkins without D Lo Brown, right? D Lo Brown is one of the most iconic black wrestlers to me for nothing other than his head shake, right? Then we're gonna say guys like Mr. F uh Frazier Jr. Nelson Frazier is up. Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about? We're talking about men on a mission. My man, Mabel, Big Viscera. Friend of the program, Miss Jackie Moore. F you, Mark Henry, but he's there. May he rest in peace, New Jack. MVP. But we're talking about our favorites, not people that we know. Right? And if I have to say, I'm going to keep it to about five. Right, of my favorite black wrestlers of all time. I'm gonna say Bobby Lashley's there. I'm gonna say what, what Bobby Lashley has been able to accomplish. Um, some of us in the black community call him the block, the black Brock Lesnar, because other than the color of his skin and the pushes that one got over the other, looking at body shape, movement, and things like that, they are identical. In that stature. Now, I will go against the grain here on this MLK day and say that I think that Brock Lesnar is more entertaining than, than Bobby Lashley. But Bobby Lashley, over the last two and a half, three years, has really come into his own. We talk about prime peaks in wrestling. I think Bobby's in his prime. Speaking of Bobby being in his prime, he's back tonight on Raw. Okay? For the first time um, in, a, in, in a long time, he's back on Raw. Um, speaking of Raw tonight, George right there says he got the Usos retaining their tag team titles on, on tonight. Um, who are they taking on? I forget because I ain't gonna lie to y'all. The last couple weeks on Raw, I've completely passed out by like 9 30, 10 o'clock. Raw has been trash. Like, here we are in the second rump, second week of the year, and I have never ever gone to sleep on a Raw. This is from January to March, the best time in WWE. You can make fun of VKM all you want to, but from January to March, he books a great show, in my opinion. And last week did not have me intrigued at all outside of Dominic Mysterio. Cannot lie. I think Dominic Mysterio right now is the best thing on Raw. Um, I'll put Sheldon Benjamin up there for me. The gold standard. Um, not only was he a member of Team Angle with him and Charlie Haas, those velour sweatsuits. Listen, I'm black. Okay, Doug, you can you can look at me and see that, right? Like, as a black man, and I make fun of people all the time. Dice is watching, Dice Man, he knows. 
Don't come to me with some bullshit ass clothes on. I will make fun of you. Now, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying I'm right for doing it. Okay. I'm a product of my environment. Okay. And I like, like the gospel according to Kanye West, you can't go to the store without some ones that's clean or a shirt with a team. Right. If you ain't look, if you ain't got the gator on, if that's a fake gator, we making fun of you. If you were in South Pole and you ain't Hispanic, I'm making fun of you. Up until about seven years ago, if you wore New Balance, I was making fun of you. Okay? Just keeping it real for the last 10 years, New Balance made a comeback. Okay? <laughs> I'm making fun of you. Show that Benjamin was dressed to impress with a velour sweatsuit on. And I wanted it. I wanted that velour sweatsuit so bad that he wore. Um, what else do you guys? My favorites. My favorites. Favorites, who are some of yours again? Please comment below. Let me know who's give me five in the chat of your favorite top wrestlers, not named The Rock. I've said this a million times. I've said this a million times. Without Stone Cold Steve Austin was not the first wrestler to have his own podcast. It was one Ahmed Johnson, part of the BBSR Networks. Go check it out. Behind the curtain with Ahmed Johnson. When we broke the news about Kamala and his amputation of his foot and the lack of insurance that the WWE and help that the WWE was giving him. But the Pearl River plunge at the time you saw that, that was big. When he was jumping over that top rope, that was big. I know all the stuff that goes into it about how Shawn Michaels came and stunned dad and said, how does it look a big man doing the same thing a little guy like me is doing? Well, hell, that's your fault being a little man that can't do the stuff the big man is doing. Give this big man credit for doing the stuff that this big man is doing. But Ahmed Johnson, for what it's worth, for the small stint in that he had, I loved him. He was one of my favorites of all time. Um, I love our truth Ron the Truth Killings. I hate it in Impact. Um, K Quick is what I think he went by then as well. Um, I was not a fan of, but I think he is historically one of the greatest black wrestlers of all time. Honorable mentions here, like I said, with Ron and Truth Killing, I'm gonna say JYD. Everybody gets on Coco Beware, product of his environment, product of his time. The natural Butch Reed. Oh my god, I love that guy. I oh my, I love Butch Reed so so damn much. Um I, I can't be honest with you guys. I, I, I didn't know Rocky Johnson too much, but I knew Tony Atlas, right? I didn't know too much about Rocky Soul Man Johnson. Um, Farouk, a.k.a. Ron Simmons, will always be in my top five wrestlers of all time because growing up as a kid, um, he always reminded me of my father. He had the same hairlines my dad had. Um, I, I actually truly loved him. Um, Dice came through right here with our list. And he says, I had The Rock, Kofi Kingston. Damn, there it is. Butch Reed, Sasha Banks, Ernie Ladd, Sheldon Benjamin, Coco Beware, Bad News Brown. Of course, friend of program, may he rest in peace. One of my closest friends in, the, in that business, Chad Gaspar and Xavier Woods. And at this time, guys, we were having a draft. So it was like, you go, I go. So I'm quite sure he'd have had some of these guys on his list versus what he had on his list. But his list consists of Booker T, Bobby Lashley, Farouk, Mark Henry, MVP, Ryan the Truth Killings, D'Angelo De Niro, The Pope, Monty Brown, The Pounce, Monty Brown, Bianca Belair, and Jay Lethal. Hey, Dice, I know you're still watching, and I know you're not going to agree with me, 
but that's the first time you ever had a list that beat my list's ass. I'm just going to call this thing, okay? That list is dope, okay? I like that list. I take any of those guys off that list for real. I used to love Monty Brown. Comment below. Let us know. Oh, these comments just kept coming through. Let's see what um, uh, Grandbody P came at. Booker T, got to be my favorite black wrestler of all time. Naomi, number two. Naomi's my daughter's favorite wrestler. Um, and I'm going to say this. I'm glad we brought her name up in that chat right there, Grandbody P, because, come on, babe. Um, y'all have to understand how wrestling goes. They showed a clip of Naomi during the Royal Rumble hype and production uh, or, or promotion coming up. They wouldn't have shown her if she was not back. I think Naomi is signed. Naomi will be back. And most recently, Kofi Kingston, as we know, Kofi Kingston, Kofi, Kingston, uh, Kofi Mania, and now he's spoken to be black champion issues. Um, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to share that. No. Okay. <laughs> but I think he's going to say that anyway. Melissa is not in any particular order. Um, TNA, what's going on, uh, Mr. Robinson? I uh, appreciate you tuning in. TNA's made our chief a wrestler. That made him look goofy. I'm going to say yes. That's obvious, right? But who is he most known for? Is he most known for what's up or for Ron and Truth Killings, right? Um, I don't know him. I've never met him. I've never had the benefit of talking to him. But I would assume that I think he's happy what he's done in WWE because his financial bank account looks better and he's most known now. Ron the Truth Killings was not a Hall of Famer. Our truth is a Hall of Famer. Um, what we got here? It's hard to bring up con uh, context of black wrestlers in history if you don't see them doing their heyday. I agree with that as well. Um, um, and, and, and truth has good music as well. Um, but I and I appreciate that comment as well. Michael Smith coming in. Bobby Lashley, Sheldon Benjamin, Ahmed Johnson, JYD, Jay Lethal. You know what, guys? Outside of Jay Lethal's um, Ric Flair promo i've never been a, and, and 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 his and his promo of the you know the black machismo i don't like jay lethal i i think he's too short i think he's too small I, I, again there came a point in wrestling and in wrestling fans minds where what the company showed you you started to believe jay lethal is not a star he's a wrestler who's good in the ring Nothing against Jay Lethal. I, I have nothing against you, Jay Lethal. If you're listening to the program, comment below. Let me know. I have nothing against you. You're a very good in-ring competitor, and you're very entertaining. You're just not a star. Okay? You're just not a star. It's like, uh, it's like you know, I used a comparison um, to put it into the hip-hop form, and I just hope you guys can understand where I'm coming from here when I say this. Some would say J. Cole's a lyricist, but Kendrick's the star, Right? Biggie's the lyricist, but Pac was the star. You know what I'm saying? Some people are just not stars. I don't think Jay Lethal's a star. What you got, King Vaughn? No particular order. Uh, Kofi Kingston, Booker T, Bianca Belair, Shasha Blink, Bobby Lassie. See, here, check this out. When it comes to our sisters, I'm putting Miss Jackie over Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks for my blood. Not just my favorite, but in the ring. If Miss Jackie was in today's world, she would be Bianca Belair to me. The difference is aesthetics. And that just matters of, you know, looks are in the eyes of the beholder, as they say, right? Some people like 
big booties, small booties, shake booties, no booty. Well, I don't know who that is, but some people like it. You know what I mean? Um, big nibbles, small nipples, hairy nipples, whatever nipple it is, you like it. I can't judge that. You're into what you're into. Um, but I, I think Miss Jackie to me was just really, really, really good. Leon, the King TV. What do you think of Alicia Fox? I freaking love Alicia Fox. I'm glad you said her name. I think she doesn't get enough props. I've mentioned multiple times in this program. I call her the female R-Truth. Okay. Um, the, the whole Bella stuff was amazing. Let me finish reading your comment. Uh, what do you think about Alicia Fox? She was great. She was talented and she should have gotten booked better and took more seriously. See, that's the part. Right, uh, Leon, the king of TV. I say I don't know, right? Because when I look at the time frame, right, wrestling is not just about how good you are; it's about where you fall in it, the timing of things, right? We look, we go back to the early '80s, and Terry Bollea, HH was in control. Yeah, Macho Man should have been there. Orndorff should have probably been there. Piper, for what it's worth, should have been there, right? But HH was that guy. You have to go where the kettle is hot. And I just, and, and Alicia Keys at that moment and that time wasn't taken serious because female wrestling wasn't taken serious at that time. I just spoke about Miss Jackie. We talk about Ivory and things like that uh, of women in that time period that just wasn't taken seriously as they would have been today. Which is why I knew that still to Saudi Arabia wouldn't happen because female wrestling as we know it today would fall apart if it went to Saudi Arabia. Oh, they're facing Judgment Day. Okay. Thank you for that, uh, Jeffrey. Part of the Jack Packers and the Noxer. He's a, he's a Noxer as well. Death to the goddamn dirt sheets. Listen, Michael Smith. It's right there, right? That's right there. What do I always say? I woke up last week and it was like, oh my God, Saudi Arabia, we're buying up because Dave Meltzer said so. Hey, Dave, there it is. Death to dirt sheets. All right. Um, Jazz. Oh, oh, Jazz, Jeffrey. Jazz, Jazz, Jazz. And, And what you mean? Let's not sleep on Athena. That girl's a beast. My daughter may like her. Athena is doo-doo. What is she good at? Shaving her hair? She's out of shape. She she gets winded in the ring. Her movesets are minuscule. But I get it. You know, I, I, actually, I don't get it. I, I just, I never got the, the love for her. I never got it. She's a waste of talent in AEW. They could have done better as a free agent signing. That's how I feel. Athena, come at me. That's just how I feel. Vaughn, tweet it. Please don't. (laughs) But if you do, I stand by what I said. Okay. Elvis, no one's going to acknowledge you because your own parents will not acknowledge you. So why should I? Okay. Um, Jonathan, uh, LOL, you said Alicia Keys and not Alicia Fox. (laughs) I did all the time. And I took it up to oldness. (laughs) Yeah. I I probably did. I'm not even going to debate that. I probably did say Alicia Keys, okay, over Alicia Fox. But you knew what I was talking about, Willis. You don't come at me, bro, (laughs) okay? Um, Well, well, I want to see uh, your comment there, Derek. Not everyone, not every person is going to be booked as a lead actor or an actress. We need people to play supporting roles or their backgrounds. Derek, I need you to holler at me after this show because – your insight never ceases to amaze me. You're right a lot, 
and I ain't got my glasses. They sit right here. So sometimes I can't read it all. But your insight, whether I agree or I don't agree with it, I absolutely love it. But this right here is a it's perfect because there's a reason why they were called. And I know the terms not today. Jobbers, enhancement talent. We had pro wrestlers listen to this program. This is the show for the Ayatollahs and Rockers and the intelligent wrestling fans. So pros and icons listen to this program, people. It's been around for 15 years this year. 15 years, over 3,000 episodes, okay? They will tell you. That's the problem with wrestling is that every wrestler, every fan wants to think that their wrestler is a superstar. No, you need supporting actors. And I've been watching BMF all morning. Meech is not a bad actor. But somebody got to act bad. Okay. So I'm going to say about that. Okay. Um, oh, God. You're tipsy. It must be a shot o'clock. Well, if that's the case, then come give me a shot. Um, Lana is better than There, I said it. Elvis. Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler. I'm all time. Stop playing with me, Elvis. Just leave the building. Okay. Um, King Vaughn, fans want everybody to be Roman Reigns, but certain people just have to be an oos. First of all, that's disrespectful, King Vaughn's here, okay? Because the Usos are one of the best tag teams to ever lace up the boots. Okay. Yeah, she's a woman being nasty. Okay. Where does Charlotte be? Hold on. What's this question? Where would Charlotte be if Ric Flair wasn't her daddy? The answer is, why does that even matter? The, the question is to that, why do y'all use that as an excuse? Do you not see her talent in the ring? Do you not see her talent on the microphone? Okay. As I said time and time again, that was as I thought you left the building. Axe Pippin's son. Ask Jordan's son, ask Brawny, ask any wrestler's child to be in wrestling. Ask Ted DiBiase Jr. It is harder to be the child of a prodigy, of a legend, than it is for somebody who doesn't have a name attached to him, brother. I guarantee it. That it's harder for Charlotte Flair than it is for non-people with the not having the last name Flair. Because her name's Flair, you rip on her more than more than any wrestler is because her name is Flair. People, y'all got to stop the nonsense. Stop the drilling. Stop the oil. Shout out to Saved by the Bell reference. Elvis is just jealous. That's because he don't get laid, on. You'd be jealous too if you got to go ahead and always get the plutonium jelly. Matter of fact, who even still uses the plutonium jelly in the first place? Okay. Ask Randy Orton. There it is. Okay. If Charlotte... Bomb, she would have been slaughtered even more. That's my point. Trish Stratus has something to say about that. Hey, my list, Mr. Robinson, just my list, okay? But I tell you one thing, and no list I will ever put together is going to have Trish Stratus over Charlotte Flair, okay? China, okay? And if you put, and I love that you put it, if you're going to put Trish Stratus, you better put Nikki Bella right next to her because their, their careers I mirror images of each other. Talk about that if you want to later. Um, somebody said, ask the Uso. <laughs> if the Usos are legendary. Um, guys, but listen, it's it, it's Martin Luther King Day, and this show is supposed to talk about. I want to have some fun today, not like the weekend wrestling that it is. We're talking about that today, though, because we do got um, 
the Royal Rumble coming up in two weeks. We do got Kevin Owens versus uh, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. We do have the pitch black match produced by Mountain Dew. But we got Bray Wyatt finally having a match going against, yeah, okay, LA Knight. Uh, WrestleMania comes to Hollywood breaks all kind of WrestleMania gate records, which I, I'm, I'm shocked when I see that um, that number. WrestleMania today announced WrestleMania has gone Hollywood, which will be uh, at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The records gate comes in a, uh, uh, at an unprecedented number as the highest amount for a show stadium, um, not in the UK in 30 years. They're trying to say they're going to have more people at this WrestleMania than they've had at the last few WrestleManias. That's insane in itself. But tonight, we got the return of Bobby Lashley. We got Judgment Day takes on Alpha Academy. So somebody told me Judgment Day versus the Usos. That's not true. I'm reading right here on WWE.com. It's the Usos. Oh, that's right. I thought they're taking on um, she- uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. That's what it is tonight. All right. Um, but we got Judgment Day taking on the Alpha Academy, which I hate that because they're both Hill tag teams. Okay. And I don't see Judgment Day losing anytime soon. I like Alpha Academy. I wish they get from the shadow of being on Raw um, because I, I don't think Raw's doing them any good right now. Um, this comment uh, is for Elvis. Do you know how many seconds and third generation wrestlers didn't have the success? Salute to Charlotte Flair for her success. Well, he clearly he doesn't know his name is Elvis. His name is Elvis. He was named after a man who died taking a shit on a toilet. What does he know? Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you for joining me on another Monday on the Mike Knox Show. Just an hour of power and wrestling conversation. I thank you for tuning in. As always, look, I'm going to get up out of here because I want to go eat with my kids and I got another show to do on, on Pop Review Entertainment. Listen, we're going to get out of here. So do me a favor. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me. And don't love God. We're out of here, y'all. Happy Martin Luther King Day. And let's go watch some wrestling. And how about them Cowboys losing tonight? We're out of here, y'all. Fingers. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, Perfect Plex Radio, we about to go live on him, Mike Knox, that's for three X's cause he's hardcore, are y'all ready, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go! The money now you're all what you getting in Perfect Plex Radio, got him listening Mike Knox, from Cena to The Rock Or whatever wrestler is hot News and interviews, just a one-stop shop Matter of fact, let me give you more choices You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless So what you waiting on, let's get it cracking Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rap